Welcome everybody to podcast today for September 9th. I did it! God damn it, see I told you I'd do it. I told you I would say September 9th instead of September 6th because September is the ninth month of the year and I apparently just can't get over this. This is going to be my burden to, to bear until the end of time that I can't tell the difference between the days and the months. Uh, Harry Potter Half-Blood Prince released in 2009 is the sixth film in the Harry Potter series out of eight and it's a film. That's my thoughts on Harry Potter. It's It's a film. It's not a great film. It's not a bad film. It's just kind of a film. It's just kind of there. I think a lot of the problems with this film is a lot of the things that it leans on disappeared for like four films. Like Malfoy has not been an important character in any of these films since like the Chamber of Secrets. And Ginny, again, pretty much disappeared between now and the Chamber of Secrets. But like Malfoy is a now a fundamental character in this film. He's off trying to kill Dumbledore. And Ginny is, is Harry's love of his life. Even though pretty sure she's had like two minutes of screen time in the last like five films. Realistically, that's a bit of a problem. But it's alright. This film is alright. It leans on romance. Again, Hogwarts is bloody a terrible place where everyone is supposedly dying at any moment and frickin' that guy's wandering around trying to kill the headmaster at all stages. That school is just... I've said this before, but it's not getting any better. That school has problems. <laughs> and the, the film leans more heavily on the romance stuff, the, the Ron and Hermione stuff comes to the forefront, and at least that that's, that's trickled into the films before that. It doesn't feel quite as randomly dumped in the middle of a film rather than built to throughout a eight-film franchise. But of course, no one wanted Ron and Hermione together. Hermione and Harry! I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling has said that. It's like, oh, I regret the whole Ron and Hermione thing. <laughs> no one wanted that. <laughs> yeah, I think I've run out of thoughts on this film. Two minutes into a review on this film, like literally I take notes on this film and my, my notes are security a problem, romance again, Malfoy, and Daniel Radcliffe's comic timing came into play in this film. He, he delivered jokes an awful lot better in this film. Good for him. He did develop as an actor as this series went on. I think comedy is more of his wheelhouse than drama. He's, he's good comic timing. Other than that, I don't know. The film is about Professor Slughorn and him having memories of Voldemort that can inform Dumbledore as to what's happening because Dumbledore has a suspicion about Horcruxes but needs it confirmed. And Dumbledore dies, of course. He's killed by Snape. Spoilers if you've never seen the film, but, you know, this film is six years old. The book is even older, so you really have no excuse at this stage if you wanted to watch these films or read these books. If you, if that's still a spoiler for you, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, like, the Haplet Prince stuff is just kind of... It feels like the kind of thing that would have been fine for a plot for like the third book where that's like a thing but in the sixth film where you you'd hope everything is coming to a head it's i don't know the film was directed by david yates who i think saw the franchise out and i'm pretty sure he's directing uh stranger beasts or strange beasts or whatever that's called magical beasts the one with eddie redmayne who should be banned from acting after everything he did in jupiter ascending Never has there been a worse performance from an Academy Award-winning actor than his in Jupiter Ascending. Oh, yeah, this film. It's okay. Like, yeah, I don't have very many thoughts about this film. It's just, there's, there's not a lot happening. Basically, the whole film is to set up Horcrux as being a thing. That is the entire plot of the film. That's the entire reason of the film existing. I suppose the romance stuff as well, but some of that feels forced. Particularly the Ginny stuff. It's like, Ginny? Really? You're in love with Ginny? I'm pretty sure you barely had a meaningful conversation with her, but okay. Ron makes the Quidditch team. That's that's good for Ron. I'm really reaching for things here. Just to pad this out to longer than like two minutes. <laughs> this felt like filling time. 
It's like, what is Voldemort up to during this film? I suppose he's trying to kill Dumbledore. And I didn't mention actually during the last review of the Order of the Phoenix, there was the big Voldemort-Dumbledore duel, which is pretty cool. It's the only time in the films they really come face to face because of the whole idea of oh, Voldemort fears Dumbledore. But yeah, they, they have a, a bit of a magic duel, and that, that was pretty cool. And now I'm talking about the last film, just to fill time talking about this film. This film was, of course, a financial success. It made $934 million off of a $250 million budget, and they began to churn films out. They released another two in two years afterward. But yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. It doesn't do much for me. Performances are good. Story and pacing are kind of yeah. Visual effects are, are good. The visual effects have always been good in the series, actually. There's never really a period where the... Even in the early films, when, you know, CGI wouldn't have been quite as advanced, it never really looked hokey or anything, which is fairly solid. It's all you can really ask for. And it does actually lean more on Dumbledore being a major character, so that's another thing. He dies in this film, so you'd want to, <laughs> you'd want to lean on him being a major character. It's the last film he's really in properly. But yeah, that's Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. It's okay. It's fine. If you like this film, come tell me why you like this film, actually. I'd be interested to see. Because I'm reading, like, reviews, and people are like, oh, you know, it's it's really, really good. And it's a possible Oscar contender. And it, But for me, it's just like, this is the sixth of these films. I want something different, you know? Having a nice tone and being visually appealing. All of these films have that. All these films nail tone, and all these films nail visuals. So what's this film doing? And for me, not that much. You can listen to new episodes of podcasts today every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. You can subscribe on iTunes if you search for the TWS network. You can also subscribe on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I mispronounced subscribe there, but no one noticed, I'm sure, until I pointed it out. You can follow me on Twitter at Garrett Kidney, G-A-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye. <laughs>